Blog Talk Radio. For 35 years, Jay Bartlett has rescued souls in more than 75 nations on six continents, reaching millions with the love and power of God. The dead has been raised, demons cast out, the sick cured, the broken-hearted healed. Stay tuned to one of the world's most astounding podcasts. Deliverance with Jay Bartlett is next. Live. Worldwide. Deliverance. With your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next few minutes, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you are about to experience Deliverance. southwestern Africa. I'm in the beautiful city of Swakamond, Namibia. I'm experiencing, we are experiencing the extraordinary move of the Holy Spirit. Just a few nights ago, here in this oceanside Germanic town of Swakamond, Namibia, we conducted an extremely powerful service. It was jam-packed with hungry followers of Jesus Christ. Now, we've conducted a few meetings here, each meeting, standing room only, jam-packed, full capacity, and we're encountering some violent, aggressive, brutal, bloodthirsty demons, but they are being driven out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, on the first night here in Swakamon, at the Hansa Hotel and Conference Center, here in this German uh, village, here in southwestern Africa, we encountered a group of demons, violent demons. They were driven out, and this one particular young lady was caught up into the third heaven. Now, when she was in the third heaven, she got to meet the son of the living God. She got to meet Abba. She got to meet the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And what she encountered was remarkable. She was miraculously caught up into the glorious realms of the Godhead, and she was powerfully visited by our loving Savior. Now, what she encountered, what she encountered, my friends, surpassed anything known in church history. And what I mean by that is that she had the high honor to enter God's heavenly throne room and experience deep intimacy with the Godhead. My friends, there's nothing that, that's better than that. I've seen the dead raised. I've seen some extraordinary healings and deliverances. But nothing that's all pales can, in comparison to having intimacy and communion fellowship with your loving God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. She met Jesus, holy angels, heavenly realities that consumed her. She was able to experience love and joy and peace, security like she had never experienced before, and so much more. Furthermore, 
God revealed to her about the reality of the dragon, who's our enemy here on earth. The dragon. The dragon. And if you go to jbartlandmissions.com, my YouTube channel, jbartlandmissions.com or my YouTube channel, look at the video. A powerful video of this young lady who was called to the third heaven, which is truly the pinnacle of the Christian faith and experience, where she was caught up into the glorious realms of the Godhead, and God himself, the Lord Jesus Christ, revealed to her a very, very, very tall dragon. Now, the dragon wasn't there. He just revealed, gave her insight into the dragon. So that it begs the question, who is the dragon? Because while she was caught up into the third heaven, while she's in the presence of God, she says, see the, the Lord says to the, to the young lady, can you see the dragon? See the dragon. When you see the dragon, I'm coming back very, very soon. He said it twice, very, very soon. And she was to come back and tell everyone that our great Lord, our loving Savior, Jesus Christ, loves everyone. But the dragon, what is, who is this dragon? Well, today on this podcast, and by the way, I am, I don't know if you can hear the ocean waves, I'm on this uh, high-rise hotel overlooking one of the the most beautiful views I've ever encountered in all my travels around the world. It's just a perfect day, perfect day to be here in Swakamon, Namibia. We're heading back to South Africa uh, tomorrow, holding some meetings in Durban. Get to our Durban meetings, my friends, and in the surrounding areas of uh, Durban. Then on Sunday, we will be, so Friday, Saturday, in Durban. Sunday, we'll be in Pierre-Maritzburg. Pierre-Maritzburg. Last time I was in Pierre-Maritzburg, we rented out an auditorium. It was packed and great. Incredible miracles took place. I believe in the same in Durban, South Africa, and, of course, back in Pierre-Maritzburg on Sunday. And I and then we are returning, by the way, here to Swakamon in Namibia, September third and fourth, for two powerful seminars, supernatural Jesus seminars. You will not want to miss it. If you are any of my friends in Namibia, get the get the word out to your friends and family. Get them to attend. It's gonna be powerful. People are gonna be delivered from evil spirits. People people are gonna be caught up to the third heaven. People are gonna be miraculously healed and cured. We're under the open, open heavens here in, in uh, Swakamon, in uh, this small Germanic village, Oceanside, Seaside village, and each meeting here has been extraordinary. We had, actually, we had some great meetings in Vintok, the capital city. Uh, uh, the, the first two nights we were in Namibia, then we came, we traveled down to Swakamon and held two more meetings. And they were jam-packed, completely full, at capacity, standing room only. In fact, in the first meeting, we had to churn many, many people away, unfortunately. But we were returning September 3rd and 4th, Friday and Saturday, 
here at the Strand Hotel and Conference Center here in beautiful Swakamon, Namibia. Do not miss this event. So I want to talk about the reality of the dragon on today's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next few minutes exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. bestowed upon this global mission an extraordinary ability to gently guide individuals into the heavenly realms where thousands are encountering the risen Jesus and experiencing numerous heavenly wonders. We have, perhaps, created the world's largest video collection of testimonies of those being caught up into the third heaven and experiencing the joys, the wonders, and the glories of God's heavens. These thrilling videos from around the world demonstrate that God loves and cares for us. Taste of His powers at jbartlettmissions.com Heavenly experiences are for real. Watch and see at jbartlettmissions.com You are listening to another thrilling edition of Deliverance with Jay Bartlett. These compelling podcasts are transformative, astounding, and inspiring. Lives are being encouraged, empowered, healed, restored, and liberated. Take a moment and support this global mission with a donation at jbartlettmissions.com. Visit the donate page and consider giving a recurring monthly donation. That's jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519. Thank you for your support to keep this worldwide mission alive. I'm Jay Bartlett. Thank you for taking a few moments to be with us as we discuss Jesus and his soon return. Jesus revealed to that woman who was called to the third heaven in my first reading here in Swakamanda, Namibia. Jesus said he's returning very, very soon, but he showed her a dragon. He says, see this dragon? When you see this dragon, I'm coming back very, very soon. Go tell them that I love them, that I love them all. Jesus loves you very, 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 very much. But there is a there is a massive, destructive, deadly dragon that you need to be aware of. But great, have great comfort. Jesus Christ is on the throne, but there is a dragon, and Jesus is returning very soon. His return is imminent. But know this, there is an enemy, and he is a dragon. We see this throughout Scripture, but in Revelation chapter 12, Revelation chapter 12. Now, this is the Apostle John. I want to make this very simple so even a child could understand about this dragon, because everyone needs to know about this dragon. The dragon needs to be exposed. Now, I've, I've encountered 
many dragons, by the way. Many, many dragons over the years. These demons are strong, but they have been defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ. Not too long ago, an African woman who was a Muslim came to one of our meetings back in Southern California and witnessed the conquering power of King Jesus over a multitude of demons named Dragon. The spiritual dragon was within a Chinese woman, a first-generation disciple of Jesus, who also came to our service over that weekend. I mean, she marveled at the mighty power of God and the invading demons as a result of being threatened swiftly surfaced. We are very, very, very strong. We're extremely powerful. No one has ever confronted us in thousands of years. The demons named Dragon boasted to me. No one. You will fail too. That's what they told me. No one had ever confronted us in thousands of years. But putting no confidence in the flesh, but fully trusting in King Jesus and who he is as God in the flesh to display his holy mind, I battled back and God prevailed. But it was an intense, intense warfare battle. They screamed. They contorted her body. They even at times tried to conjure up fellow demons to war against me. Lion and all the other animals come to me and fight with me. The spiritual dragon petitioned to the other spirits in Satan's kingdom. We will. We will. We will. We will hold his cross. For you must understand, during this deliverance, this battle against dragon, I brought out my holy cross. And the dragons couldn't touch it. They declared it was too hot for them. And by the way, this is something we've seen numerous demons within numerous souls and numerous meetings and in recent years declare to me with terror in their eyes. They hate this blessed cross, which I, I have right next to me, which I have now in my hands. And any of you who are listening to this podcast that have dragon, I strike your dragon. I strike that dragon in the authority of Jesus Christ. I strike him now in Jesus' name. I strike you, dragon. Release the mind and the heart and the body of those listening to this podcast. Now in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out quickly, dragon. Leave. Ancestral curses be broken by the blood of Jesus Christ. All you ancestral dragons, go in Jesus' name. Leave in Jesus' name right now. Many of you are being set free. But during that deliverance, during that deliverance, the dragon was trying to conjure up other demons to fight us. He said, lion. He was calling out for a lion to come, a spirit of lion and other animals to come to fight. <laughs> but my friends, lion was smarter than dragon, as he never showed up. He in no way wanted to feel the power of the cross, so he ran away. Same with all the other animal spirits whom dragon was trying to communicate with to get their assistance. So it was just Dragon and I in this battle. But my friends, it wasn't merely me and Dragon. It was me, Jesus, his holy angels, and the church. Dragon would soon be commanded into the abyss. But he did fight, fight me with intensity. We've been here for thousands of years, the dragon demons informed me. All of her ancestors through the generations, honored me and worshipped me. But Dragon wasn't alone. There were many other demons within this woman, including a spirit named Sleeping Buddha, 
There was even a manifestation of a Buddha that transforms into man and woman, monkey, king, and many other strange demons. As I warred against these many demons, I called for the assistance of God's holy and mighty angels. And they just they quickly came out and intervened. They brought out their swords and struck the dragons, the Buddha spirits, and they responded in agony. I utilized the fire of the living God, the blood of Jesus, which greatly weakened the spirits. I mean, it was a supernatural night all night long. I, my right hand was engulfed with holy fire. I called forth the holy fire and it descended upon the demons with great intensity. The fire caused the evil spirits to scream loudly. And all the dragons, all the dragons became so weak, they bowed to Jesus and they were eventually sent into the abyss. The woman collapsed to the ground, but she was so happy afterwards. I'm just so happy we were able to intervene. And like I mentioned, this powerful exorcism was witnessed by a packed meeting hall that included many non-believers, including a Muslim woman who was deeply touched by the ministry. She told me afterwards she wanted to be healed. And she would attend a future service. I, I truly believe she will, and she will be saved by Jesus very soon. She knows now our God is real and true. There is such things as dragons. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 3, the apostle John, he writes, another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon. So he is great in the sense that he has a, a massive uh, disposition. He is fiery. He's filled with passion and and fury. But don't be intimidated, my friends. Don't be intimidated by this great fiery red dragon. He wants to feed on fear and intimidation, irregardless of his size, irregardless of his powers. And he does have powers. And he does have some powers. In fact, it says in this same chapter, Revelation 12, speaking of the dragon, that at one point war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. So they will fight back, and they do have some power. They're able to, to fight Michael, the archangel, and his angels. But verse 8 says they did not prevail. Forget about fighting against God. That's no match. But they couldn't even prevail against God's holy angels. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon, verse 9, was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Meaning he's been defeated. He's been defeated. Never forget that. He's a created being. And he's been defeated by Jesus, Michael, the archangel, all the archangels, and all angels that belong to the Lord. Never forget that they have been, Satan, the dragon, has been defeated, but he feeds off fear, intimidation. It says in verse 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives to the death.
So you need to share your testimony. As I'm sharing testimonies here on this podcast that defeats dragon, you speak of the blood of Jesus. We overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Jesus' cross, Jesus' holy blood atonement, him being sacrificed on the cross, him taking this our sin, taking all griefs, our sorrows, our curses, our sicknesses, diseases, at the cross, he destroyed these things. God demonstrated his love, and now while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. His substitutionary, holy, atoning, redemptive death cannot be matched. There's power in that blood because that blood that was shed defeated the enemy. He can't use fear against us. He can't use sickness and death and, and all these other devices. For we have been redeemed. We have been bought with a price, the price of the blood of Jesus. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. But it speaks about the dragon in, in verse 13. That when the John writes, the Apostle John writes, that when the dragon, and now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. Now I think there is a there is an extreme battle. I think this verse is referring, it's, it's, it's multidimensional. I think it's referring to the church. I think it's referring to the Jewish people. It's referring, obviously, to the Blessed Virgin Mary, to the male child, Jesus Christ. He came against the people and the things that represent our living God, the devil, that is. He desires to persecute, and that's what we're seeing throughout the world, even at this very hour. In verse 17, quickly, the dragon was enraged with the woman. Again, multidimensional, the Jewish people, the church, the Blessed, very, uh, Blessed Virgin Mary, because she gave birth, because of her, her obedience to God, she gave birth to the Son of the living God. And the dragon was enraged, key word, enraged. He has so much fury. He's so destructive. He's a murderer. He's a liar. And he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ, Messianic Jews, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, the universal church. We are making the dragon enrage, and so be it. We have won the victory. But in chapter 13, the Apostle John writes in verse 2 that there would be, because he says in verse 1, a beast rising up out of the sea. And he mentions how this beast, and I don't think this is referring to the Antichrist, but the false prophet, gave him, or this is referring to the uh, um, uh to the to the antichrist referring to him he it says in verse 2 the dragon gave him his power his throne and great authority and i saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed so satan does have an element of power he has a throne he has power he has great authority and it would appear that he's uh, he's performing a great counterfeit miracle, which was is going to result in verse four, or at the end of verse three. The whole world is going to marvel and follow the beast, the antichrist. 
So they worship the dragon who gave authority to the beast. So we're speaking about the Antichrist. Satan is going to give the Antichrist great power. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like the beast? Who's able to make war with him? And it says in verse 7, it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And, every, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life, of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. But we're not done with the dragon. Yes, the dragon has some power, and you need to be aware of his power that he gives to the Antichrist. This is Revelation, the, 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 the beginning of Revelation 13, then towards the end of the Revelation of 13. There was another beast, and, and this one, I believe, is the, the false prophet, because he was like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. He exercises, in verse 12, all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast. That's the Antichrist, my friends, whose deadly wound was healed. Verse 13, he performs great signs so that even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast to the Antichrist, who was wounded by the sword and lived. And he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast. And the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So we're talking about incredible demonic powers being manifested, my friends. But I'm here to tell you, we have defeated him by... The blood of the Lamb. Never, never forget that. I've encountered many dragons. They all bow to Jesus Christ. Every knee will bow, the Bible says. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Never forget that, my friends. Never forget that. Now, Revelation 20, because I know I'm limited on time here today on this podcast. But let me tell you, my friends, I continue to hold, I read this holy word, and I'm... So thankful for God's holy word. So thankful for God's holy word for we're given information about the about the about the dragon, who he is, Satan. And then I saw an angel, John writes, the apostle John, coming down from heaven. A angel. So we're not even speaking about God Himself, the Lord Jesus Christ, or the Holy Spirit, or even an archangel, or legions of angels, just one angel is able to defeat dragon, Satan. So, intimidated by this this being, yes, we should be aware of him. We should understand his powers. And yes, we acknowledge just what the Bible acknowledges, that he does have great power, that he is fiery. But he's defeated, though. And he is furious with me for sharing this information with you on this podcast. He is furious. He wants you to be fearful. But the Bible says the angel laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And then it says in verse 20, Revelation 20, 10, uh, 20, 10 the devil, 
who is the dragon, who deceived them, was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are. And they'll be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now is a good time to give your life to Jesus Christ. So you could be on the Lord's side, not on the side of the dragon. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in your death. I believe your cross, the shedding of your holy blood. I believe in the power of your resurrection. I declare Jesus Christ as God in the flesh and Lord. Come into my life. Live inside of me. Be my Lord and Savior. And I promise to serve you and to love you for the rest of my life. I bless each and every one of you in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This has been a production of the Good News Podcasting Network, based in sunny Southern California. Feel free to contact for more information on the Deliverance Podcast at jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519.